This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kevin Burke, former Hennepin County judge, many times the chief chief judge, has joined me numerous times over the years here at CCO and on the fan also on legal matters. And Kevin is joining us once again on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. All right, let me give you the opening graph or two from a Washington Post story. A panel of three federal appellate judges expressed skepticism about Donald Trump's claim to sweeping immunity from criminal prosecution and concerns about its implications suggesting it would allow a future president to have a political rival assassinated by the military without repercussions. The former president and his lawyers argue that he cannot be tried for trying to overturn the 2020 election because he was acquitted by the Senate. All right, Kevin, what uh, what did you think about what took place today? And uh, when do you think we will get a decision? The weakest argument today was the idea that because you're acquitted for the impeachment, that you can't be prosecuted. If you look back at what the defense of Donald Trump was, led by Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell said repeatedly and eloquently that he believed that the normal criminal justice system and civil justice system should take care of whatever uh, misconduct Donald Trump allegedly made. So the Senate never contemplated that. It was not the defense of Donald Trump. So I think that argument uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And then if you put it in a historical standpoint, why would Gerald Ford... That's where I was have going. risked his political career Correct. to pardon Richard Nixon. You know, if if Gerald Ford hadn't pardoned Nixon, probably wins. You could, you could probably make an argument yep. he would have won the election. I agree. So I think that one's out. I think that the idea that a president's going to have a SEAL team assassinate is that's a little bit out of a Vince Flynn novel. Well, that was the hypothetical. Think, just yeah. that was the hypothetical question, right? You know, but that one of the judges asked and said, "Well, how far does the immunity go?" Right, and I think that's the problem. See, the technical issue though is this: because this is a pretrial motion, the judges, and this came up in the argument repeatedly, the judges have to assume that the facts in the indictment are true. Okay. So if those facts okay. are true, uh, you can't get immunity. 
Uh, and that's the difficulty of ending up having a pretrial appeal is he, he you got to assume that's those are the facts that it's not that he was trying to do good things, save the nation and work within his job. It's that he was doing illegal acts, multiple illegal acts, and that's why he's uh, not entitled to immunity. I, I'm not one. In fact, I was just talking about this with another topic. I, I worry about when too many of us go down the slippery slope argument in Pandora's box. But on this one, if and this is eventually going to head to the Supreme Court. Yeah. But if presidents were granted immunity, not just Donald Trump, but going forward, that changes so much in our country. It, it just to to a person from afar doesn't understand the law like you do. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Well, it, it actually, if you go back to what our country was founded, is the king could do no wrong. The king could never be prosecuted, the king of England. Mm-hmm. And our country rejected that. We did not end up saying, and George Washington made it really clear, even from how he wanted to be addressed, how long he wanted to stay in office, how he conducted himself. The founding fathers clearly did not anticipate that what they wanted to do was to create a new country with a new king that would be immune from being held accountable just like everybody else. Correct. And I think we all understand there are areas where presidents are treated different. We understand that. But blanket immunity is very different. So this eventually is going to the Supreme Court. Are you assuming the Supreme Court is going to turn the president down uh, regarding his request for immunity? I I think that the overwhelming uh, strong argument is that the Supreme Court will say he does not have blanket immunity. I think it'd be very difficult to write an order because you know there would be a dissent. You can't get a unanimous order. But I want to at least take us again back to history here. I looked up this morning, and when Bush versus Gore was decided— the United States Supreme Court had about 60% of the American public that approved of how they conducted themselves. Today, the United States Supreme Court is at a record low in its approval. If there's a five to four decision in favor of or against Donald Trump, either way, we're going to be quite divided. Donald Trump today, right after the argument in the D.C. appellate court, was talking about the possibility that there'll be violence if he doesn't get immunity. Bedlam. That's the same rhetoric that ended up with January 6th. Correct. Well, okay, so let's stay with 5-4, because now that we know the Supreme Court is going to look at the Colorado case, this is whether Donald Trump, because of what happened on January 6th, uh, violate the Constitution, the 14th Amendment, Clause 3, that he should be ineligible for the ballot. The Supreme Court is now going to address this. I know on Twitter you raised the idea of where are we at with Clarence Thomas because Clarence Thomas's wife was in the deep end on this. I mean, she was very involved in this election, was stolen, fake electors. She was all the way there. Until the end. So there's been this debate because of his wife. 
should Justice Thomas have to recuse himself? Where do you philosophically stand on that? And what happens then if we get some sort of 4-4 ruling if Justice Thomas recuses himself? And I guess I think the chances of that happening are about zero myself, but I want to hear what you think. I I, I think at this stage it's unlikely that he's going to, but he's really made a serious mistake. That's why I mentioned the erosion of support for the United States Supreme Court. They need, they desperately need to end up conveying to the public that they're not some partisan group who's going to decide, he appointed me, I'm a Republican, I'm voting for Donald Trump. We survived the five to four decision in Bush versus Gore in large part because Al Gore asked the country to accept that even though he was profoundly disappointed in the result. That's the key. Exactly. That's the key. Well, yep. that's not going to happen. No now. chance. Zero. There's, there's no chance. <laughs> and I think that when you go back, is uh, there is a real body of law about how to deal with your spouse as a judge. Uh, there's a... Some states say that if your spouse works for the prosecutor's office, you can't be the judge. Minnesota is not that way. They say they look a little bit closer as well as she involved in the case. There's a case in, in um, uh, Texas where the judge got in trouble because of the relationship with parties. In this case here, it is not that Ginny Thomas voted for Donald Trump or anything no. else like that. She's texting Mark Meadows and calling legislators and ends up getting her deposition taken by the January 6th committee. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, let me jump in on that because you're right. She was all in, I think, on uh, items that have proved out to be false, misleading, and individuals knew it and continued to offer that up. But it's her. It's not Justice Thomas. 
So why should Justice Thomas have to step away because of what his wife was doing? Well, uh, let's take Chief Justice Roberts. His wife was a very active person in the pro-life movement. Very active. Positions, organizations, et cetera, et cetera. And when he was named Chief Justice, she resigned from all those positions. Not to change her mind and say that she'd all of a sudden become pro-choice. She hasn't. It was... This will create an impression that will undermine the legitimacy of my husband's decision-making. And that's what Jenny Thomas's activity has been. Frankly, I think in retrospect, she just should have never done that stuff, and we wouldn't be talking about this. But she chose to do that, and he knew she was doing that. There's no doubt today he now knows the depths of the things that she did. And so it seems to me that the easy solution is, I understand there will be people who will feel like this was not a decision on the merits. It was a partisan decision, and therefore I recuse. You see, that's one of the key things about the dilemma that we have with the Supreme Court now. It is viewed as a highly partisan body, not a court of law. A whole bunch of things have have contributed to that. Some of that's the media, which just kind of labels people, you're a Bush appointee, you're an Obama appointee, you therefore must be liberal or conservative. But some of it is, look, they're tone deaf. They adopted a a code of ethics eventually. And yesterday, for the first time, Justice Kagan cited that ethics uh, uh, rules that they adopted and recused herself. So my suggestion is Good. she recused herself. His He's up next. Last thing. He doesn't even have to admit he did anything yep. wrong. It's just the perception here is this nation is highly divided on partisan things, and his standing on that case will undermine it even further. Uh we can bet around at Windsong versus around at Hazeltine. He's not. That's it. He's not well, going to do it. He's not. He's not going to. No, I'm not going to. It's like uh, I'll I'll go play with you at Hazeltine and have you as a guest, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, last thing, I believe, as divided as we are now, and we're incredibly divided, that when, not even if, because I still think it's going to happen, even though Haley has a good poll in New Hampshire today that when Donald Trump wins the nomination, that this country will be even more fractured and that violence will happen if Donald Trump is not on the ballot. So that's my personal view. On the law and where it stands, where do you think the Supreme Court will rule on Donald Trump and the ballot? I'm not sure. I think that the uh, strength, if I was defending uh, Donald Trump in most of the states except Colorado, I would say <laughs> there's no record he actually did anything wrong. He hasn't been charged with it. The, the, but, no, but the difficulty, though, is in Colorado, they actually had a trial. Yeah, that's right. It lasted five days, and the judge made findings of fact. That's true. And those findings of fact are going to make it a little bit difficult for the United States Supreme Court to make up new facts. So he had a trial. He was he did participate. There's an extensive record, 
and there are findings of fact about what he did. That justifies taking him off the ballot. And, you know, we do have people get taken off the ballot. Let's not over-dramatize this democracy stuff. In Minnesota, we have had people taken off the ballot because they don't live in the district. They don't live in the correct place. Surely the idea of participating in an insurrection is far more important than the address of whether you live on the north or south side of Aldridge Avenue. Great stuff as always, sir. Stay safe. Play some winter golf, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Okay, bye-bye. Retired Hennepin County judge. Excellent insight. Kevin Burke, here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 